Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. Is Lit Sis not fulfilling your weekly book-related needs? <gasps> I know. How dare you. So sad. If you're like Haley and I, then you love books, which means you love to read. And then sometimes podcasts are great, but it's not as great as reading. And if you want to be on the in with the people who you're listening to, aka us, us. you can reference our bookstagrams. At Maddie Reads a Lot is mine. And at Brook and Binding is mine. Or if you really want to know in-depth reviews, you can go to Haley's WordPress, which is brookandbinding.wordpress.com. Where I reference all the books that I personally read or talk about, my rating, the synopsis of the book, and why I gave it the stars that I did. But if you like to read but not that much, you can go to Maddie Reads a Lot, where I write one little sentence about the book that I read and a small rating. And... Also, keep enjoying LitSys. Yes, and share LitSys, share our bookstagrams, and just share the book love. Happy Friday, LitSisners. And happy New Year. Obviously, when it was the first episode of the New Year was last year. Mm-hmm. But last week. <laughs> it was last week. The first episode of the New Year was last week. But I feel like now that we're like fully in, you know, or a week in, we're really feeling the New Year spirit. Yeah. And in the New Year spirit, we're feeling, we're feeling looking forward. We're looking forward to some reads that, some that didn't get a chance to be read on our list um, before the new year began, and also ones that we're looking forward to that are yet to come out. And it's really exciting. We've got, I think we probably have a few uh, repeats or mm-hmm. doubles. I'm, I am fully anticipating it. I, but I'm really excited to see what... Um, what books are coming out that even we haven't written down. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like some of the best finds that we have aren't always the ones that we are conscious of, like ones that maybe catch us by surprise either through book of the month or by a book recommendation or stuff that we find and we're like, Oh, that actually looks really good. Or even a book that maybe has been on our shelf for a while that we are just getting around to reading and it becomes one of our favorites for, Mm -hmm. for the year. So I'm excited to see where this year brings. And we always say, let's not put, pressure on ourselves but maddie how many books did you say you're gonna read this year my goal on goodreads is 78 okay um what what is your goal on goodreads well you told me to do a lot i I said 71 maddie said 81 no i said i just said 78 no No, i told you yeah yeah you told me to do 81 and i was like i don't know i like setting something that i feel like is possible and then going over that that makes me just feel better so mm-hmm. i don't want to set something that's like super high and then i'm like crap i'm not going to meet my goal and then i feel pressure yeah that's fair i have always increased my goal except for one year i decreased because i think i i don't know i wasn't looking i decreased mine to one time yeah i decreased it before i don't know why it might have been like 2016 and things were super busy but i i'm excited because this is my highest goal i've given myself yet last year was 60 and i usually do like a round number like that but I, I was going to do 70. And then my finger slipped and hit the 8. And I was like, well, no, it looks like 78 is what it 78 is. 78 is my goal. It's still an even number. It is still an even number, but it's not like a rounded Did you ever, number. Do you ever do the math to see how many books you have to read per month? No, I have not. So 78 divided by 12 is 6.5. That's reasonable. 
And I have 71 divided by 12. Whoopsie. 71 divided by 1. <laughs> 71 divided by 12 is 5.9, almost 6. So 6. Not too bad. Yeah. Well, divide 100 by 12 because... That's what you read. I read 100 books last year, and it's a wild number. 8.3 books a month. Wow. And I de- there was definitely several months where I would read like four. <laughs> I know. I, you don't there really were help. months where it's kind of hard for me to set those goals of like per month I want to read these many because there are months that fly by mm-hmm. quicker than others. Like last January, I read like 13 or something like that. Like I read, yeah, so, we read so, so many, many last January. year. And so this year, I don't give it away, but since we're doing month of my favorites, Maddie picked out my reads and I picked out Maddie's. The I I feel like I gave her maybe like only one that's pr- kind of lengthier, but not too bad. And she gave me like two chunkers and then a few like kind of smaller ones. But I'm in the midst of a chunker right now. And it's like a historical fiction, which is I really, really like it. I really like it. I would like it to be done by tomorrow, <laughs> if possible, because I have like, I think one or two next in the mix that are a little thinner. And I'm like, if I can read at least two or three books within a week next week, like I'm already feeling like January's over, I even know, though I it's feel not. It. I feel and it. And so I'm like, I just have so much still to read. And then I have another chunker that's like over 800 pages she wants me to read later. So and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get all this done. So I'm already feeling the pressure and it's what, January 6th, 7th, 8th? January eighth. January eighth. Feeling the pressure already. I know. We have so many other. We have so many days. We we've got twenty three more days of January. That's true. Think about it that way. Yeah, that's true. That's helpful. We're like a like what a third of the way through, right? No, a fourth. Like a fourth of the way. A fourth of the way through. I know, but still. Anyway, no pressure to try to read eight books a month or or that what you did last year but just yeah some months move quicker because some books move quicker oh yeah sometimes you have more time on your hands and some of them like even if they're a little bit bigger maybe the way that the dialogue flows or whatever like Mm -hmm. we've talked about with like ya books it just kind of goes yeah and so next thing you know you're like wow i've just read you know three books in like a week or less and you're like wow i can't believe i did that or Mm -hmm. You know, you're looking back at the month and you're like, oh my gosh, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, July of last year, I read like, what, 15 books in one in that Yeah, month? it was crazy. Which is like a book every two days. Well, because you read a lot. Although, that was your thriller. It was my thriller. And month. those move so quick. They you can read thrillers so in fast. like a day if you really tried, but at least well, for sure, sure two days you can. Yeah. So then, every, that's right. So like, it's like 30 days or so. Mm-hmm. Two, every, you know, every two, two days, days you're picking up a new book, so. <sighs> I just don't know if January is going to be that hey, quick hey, for me. positive thinking. I know. Hey, think of less of putting pressure on yourself and just being like, you know what? I am a good reader. I, I am a good reader. Done. But because we're talking about books that we're most looking forward to, some of these I actually already have sitting on my shelf. <laughs> and I cannot read them until I am done with your stack. Okay. <laughs> and, so, and that's because I know. you've had that stack for like I a know. year. It's going to be fine. This is great. It's a great way to get stuff done. And actually, I don't know if you know, but one of my books on here is actually in the stack. Ooh. So that's exciting. I'm excited. That's yeah. a, I feel honored. So we were going to do top five books we're looking forward to, but we like could not do that. So we've there's got, too many. Not that there's not enough. There's too many that we have. So we've but got, because some of them will also overlap, we thought let's just do. We've got a few. I have. We each have three that came out in 2020. Mine came out in the latter half of 2020, and then so, I don't know about yours. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um, we have four that are going to be released in 2021. And so for between the two of us, I'm sure we'll have 
like Some 10 crossover. roughly yeah mm-hmm. so then like we'll have at least like two or three crossovers so i am excited to see what your list is because we haven't talked about what they are and so we will see if there is any overlap or not yeah so um do you want to start or shall i i can start all right so i will just say that the book that is like i guess the oldest came out in october this last year and it is the next book on my to read the girl in the mirror by uh, rose carlisle and the reason i'm really excited about reading this i actually wanted it to be i thought it was going to be the first book you wanted me to read because Mm. you were so excited for me to read it i maddie talks up the ending of this so much of like just how good of a twist it is and it's a thriller and it's about essentially um two like a family and there are twins and one of the twins goes missing and there's a lot more to it, but I'm just summarizing it. And the other twin tries to, like, live... Like, doesn't she try she to, like, to, like, pull pose off... As yeah, her. pose as her sister that's missing. Mm-hmm. And, and so, the, the bigger thing is who... And the first person in their family to get married and have a baby inherits their dad's, like, millions of dollars fortune. Mm-hmm. And her sister is more on track of that than she is. So when she goes missing, she decides to pose as her. Mm-hmm. So I think this sounds really interesting. I'm really intrigued by the ending, and it feels like it's going to be a quick read. That's why once I get through the historical fiction, I'm like, I'm going to get that one done so fast. Like, I just feel so mm-hmm. excited to pump it out and and enjoy it. And but, I will say that this historical fiction one that we'll mention at the end of the episode is so long overdue for you to read. It is, it's, it's, it is past its peak of popularity. That's okay. Well, it's so good though. I it don't is care. So good. I don't care when it was popular. I think it's I just... I mean, like, I read it in junior year of high school and then when I was overseas two summers ago people they um we had like limited books so we would all like read the same books and like so many people were reading that book yeah and I was like I already read that like four years ago well it's a Pulitzer Prize winner so obviously it's decent but I don't think books like that like you it's like that would say that'd be like for example saying all the classics you're never allowed to read a classic again because we missed its peak Okay, that's fair. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, that one won an award five years ago? I, no, I'm I not going to read all it. I, because... All I said was you're long overdue for it. Well, you could say that with any classic yeah, book or that's whatever. Fair. That's it fair. definitely is a good one. Anyway, so that is my first one, The Girl in the Mirror by Rose Carlisle. And Ooh. it will be hopefully finished and read next week. And then I can cross it off my list. And hopefully I will be reading at least one or two other books yeah. by I, next I have, recording. I have faith for you. Thanks. We'll see. Um. So my oldest one is a book that um, I just got for Christmas with my husband's family, which I was super excited about. I kept staring at it. Um, and it is a memoir. And it is Everything Beautiful in Its Time by Jenna Bush Hager. It came out in September of 2020. Um, and it is, so if you don't know who Jenna Bush Hager is, she is the daughter of George W. Bush, who was president. And then the book itself is actually more of a memoir about her grandparents, so George H.W. Bush, mm-hmm. um, and, oh my gosh, what's his wife's name? Barbara. Thank you. Barbara Bush. And it, the story is about her understanding that they were, like, you know, president and first lady, but also her grandparents, and then more so on that she touches on loss, um, and what it meant to lose them. Mm, um, yeah. And so it's just like this beautiful memoir about a, a granddaughter and her grandparents. But it's also, you know, uh, a first, like a, a, like a first a daughter really and a first experience yeah. to go through. That sounds really good. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, and I love the title of it. Everything Beautiful in Time. Like the cover is like Jenna and like President Bush, like standing like on a boat and they're like leaning over. Cute. It's super cute. And I feel like it'll really like 
tug on the heartstrings. Because it would be weird to picture, like, your dad and these moments you guys have together. Like, oh, that's just my dad, but then people view him in such a high esteem, mm-hmm. too. It's like, whoa. Like, yeah. that would be such a weird... And talk like, about, like, two generations. Yeah. Oh, it would be, be hard to... I think it would be kind of weird to just be like, oh, yeah, that's my grandpa. Like, you would have to have that separation of this just mm-hmm. my family mm-hmm. and not be like, wow. I, I, like, I, I wonder if it's, like, living in the moment with them, like, those are just my grandparents, and then when she reflects, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, look at all the things they have mm-hmm. done for the country and, like, just feeling really humbled that they're, you know, yeah. a part of, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, just really, it's just, it sounds really good. Yeah, I'm really excited to read it. I just feel like it'll be, like, with this very pure... Like, I don't know. Like, especially the fact that, like, oh, well, my grandparents. Yeah, like, I just think it's really cute. cute. And I think it'll help get, like, a really n- unique and new perspective on, like, the Bush family. Yeah, so, for sure. I'm I really love excited that. excited about it. All right. So my next book that came out, the second oldest, is from November of 2020. And it is Moonflower Murders by Anthony Horowitz. And that's my next one. <laughs> so we both got this book for Christmas. It was actually really funny. This is not the first time that this has happened. Mm-hmm. But... Um, uh, literally this happens probably nearly every single year, but our parents are not super the best at communicating who gets what books for people Mm -hmm. and our family in general, not the best. So I got Haley Moonflower Murders for Christmas and we opened it at our mom's house. And so she had that. And then we went over to her house to open stuff with our dad and he doesn't label anything. So he just like goes off of like, if he remembers which gifts are in which bag or box Mm -hmm. or whatever. So he handed Haley a box that he thought was a gift for her she opened it and it was moonflower murders and it probably was a gift for you yeah but i was but like oh, I've already got so i like opened a little bit of it and i saw what it was and i threw it to maddie and i was like this is gonna be for you and dad goes no no it's for it's for you and i was like no it's gonna be for maddie because now we both have a copy mm-hmm. and so, i was really hoping that someone would get at least that book for me mm-hmm. but i was like no matter what i need to get it for Haley, so at least we can we have at least get one, one copy. copy exactly so i'm excited this is the second book in this little series um which the first one is called magpie murders magpie murders and it is a book within a book essentially guys it is about a book editor and she writes or edits books for someone kind of like an agatha christie mm-hmm. but modern time where there's like a detective and she um like was reading the manuscript and as she's reading the manuscript you are also reading it mm-hmm. and then it just abruptly stops and she's like whoa what happened to the ending and you come to find out there's a lot of connection to what happens in the book with the author's real life and whatnot and so this is part two of it which i'm not even sure exactly i know it follows the same girl but i'm not sure exactly where it's gonna go and i don't even really care about knowing necessarily mm-hmm. but i'm just excited to dive into it yeah so it says that it's um it still has that same literary detective from the the book and then the editor is in it as well and it says that she is a retired publisher now and she is living the good life and running a small hotel on a greek island with her long-term boyfriend and it should be everything she wanted but she's exhausted with the responsibilities and making everything work on an island where nothing ever does and truth be told she's beginning to miss london and then the tree herns come to stay the strange and materi- mysterious story they tell about an unfortunate murder that took place in the same day and in the same hotel in which their daughter was married a picturesque inn on the suffolk, Col- suffolk coast named Farlingay hall fascinates susan and piques her editor's interest one of her former writers the late alan conway the author of the fictional Magpie Murders, knew the murder victim, an, ad- an advertising executive named Frank Paris, and once visited Farlingay Hall. 
Conway based his third book in the detective series Atticus Pun Takes the Cake on that very crime. The Treehern's daughter, Cecily, reads Conway's mystery and believes the book proves that the man convicted of Paris's murder, a Romanian immigrant who was in the hotel's handyman, is innocent. When the Treehern's reveal that Cecily is now missing, Susan knows that she must return to England and find out what really happened. Dun, dun, dun. So another connection to that same author, author with a book that he had already written, obviously because... Well, something happens, I can't tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she's kind of digging. It sounds like she's going to be digging into that manuscript or that book for some clues as yeah. to what actually happened. That sounds so, so cool. That's exciting. It sounds like he based a lot of his books off of real life events. Yeah, seriously. So I'm intrigued as to what. Why don't you go next? Because I'm intrigued if our last one is the same or not. I don't know if it is. I don't think it is. Okay. So uh, my last one is came out in December of 2020. And it is called Take Care of Your Type by Christina S. Wilcox. Uh-huh. So this is an not the typical book that we would read. But it is. So, you know, I'm like, I don't know about you guys, but I follow like a bajillion Enneagram Instagram accounts. And if you don't know what the Enneagram is, it's a personality test. Um, and everyone on a podcast who just like offhandedly drops the Enneagram, they're just like, oh yeah, it's like a personality test, blah, blah, blah. And then no one ever goes into any detail about it. However... It is more of just like a personality like school of thought mm-hmm. than it is a test. And um, I followed so many of these different accounts. Um, and I followed Christina S. Wilcox. And she and I have formed a little bond. And she published a book at the um, like mid-December about, called Take Care of Your Type. And it is her Enneagram book. Um, and so I'm very excited to read it. I got it for Christmas. It's one of those books that the it's hardcover but the cover is in the hardcover mm-hmm. like there's no sleeve mm-hmm. and that is probably my absolute favorite thing yeah, those are cool. in the entire universe um but it's super cute and it's just it's just all about like the perspective of enneagram and there's nine different types and i'm excited to dive more into getting to know my type which is the four but also getting to know the other types in a unique way in a different different perspective because i have multiple enneagram books but i'm excited to read this one by someone who you're she, friendly I'm with. friendly with and she makes all these graphics on Instagram and I always think that she really likes to tie in multiple different things and not use the typical stereotypes so I'm excited to read it that sounds really good and I knew you were getting that and I was excited when you got it mm-hmm. but when you started talking you're like yeah December 2020 I was like oh my gosh mine is December 2020 <laughs> so it made me think and it is A Sky Beyond the Storm by Sabate oh. it is the fourth and final book of the Ember in the Ashes series and a long time coming I, oh my gosh I have felt, I've been in love with this series for quite a few years. I like pumped out the first two books, then I had to wait for the third one to come out. And now I had to wait for the fourth one. And I was trying to read it before the new year, but I had a few other things I needed to get done. And so I'm excited once I finish the month of my favorites or a little bit past. That's probably going to be the first, one of the first ones that I pick up because I'm really excited to finish it off. I've heard really good things about it. Who, who first told you about this series? Uh, I think you did. Yes, it is. It was me. Yes. But you don't seem as excited to read it as me. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I will be honest with myself. It is so hard for me to read series not all together at once. Well, see, I agree with that. But that's why I really like, uh, before I picked up the third one, um, I think it's called like a Reaper. Reaper at the Gates. At the Gates. Mm -hmm. I looked up on YouTube and like, I think Epic Reads or somebody like that did like a quick, I think even Saba like was talking to someone and did an interview and it was like all the things you need to know before reading the third book mm, because there had been maybe helpful. a year or two that yeah had come it was out in a long gap so i think they did that and i was like oh yeah okay so this is who this character is this is who this is but it is one of those books where i feel like when i pick it up once i've had a little bit of a refresher it all comes back to i me. agree this series does that but other series 
have been harder for me well, to reconnect with. I would say, too, another series that does that for me, which I mentioned in my December books, is um, The Chronicles of Alice mm. by Christina Henry. And that has two novels and a, and a novella that kind of sums up the series. Um, and I even said this in my review, but it's like I have distinct like images in my mind of mm-hmm. what has happened in that series. And so when I jump back into the world, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, it doesn't... Mm-hmm. I don't have to... I don't have to sit and think about it or refresh myself it just floods back to me Mm -hmm. and i love that that is really Um, helpful but sky beyond the storm this fourth and final book i definitely will have to refresh a little bit just to remember how it ended um and just remember like the characters relationships and like maybe refresh on like Mm -hmm. some of the big players so i remember where they're all at in this time frame and but once i do that i'm in and i'm good yeah all right i'm looking forward to that book as well but it isn't on my list all right, so I'm excited to see if any of ours. Oh, are I, I, I feel like I feel like at least. Okay, so you've already given one of your tw- no, no, no we're going right? into her, we're both going into our 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like all of them. <laughs> all, you, no way. Probably There's something not. I specifically didn't put on because I knew you put on. Uh, oh, okay. So let's yes. do it by what comes out the most recent. Okay, so I know this one you didn't put on because I offhandedly mentioned that it was on my list. Okay. So in February 2021 comes The Four Winds by Kristen Hanna. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally, okay, big. So when I was in the fifth grade, oh, story I time, I watched a documentary. Haley and I watched documentaries all the time when we were kids. Welcome and I don't, think, I don't think we knew it was a nerdy thing to do at the time. Well, we watched like Discovery a lot and like the History Channel and Animal Planet. And like, and like we genuinely really genuinely enjoyed like it. Genuinely like loved it. We always look forward to Shark Week. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about our love for like mummies and things like oh, that. Yeah. And watching those. So yeah, we watched like a lot of documentaries. Didn't realize it was like a weird thing to do yeah. as children. Like, and like would expect. rush home after school to like watch PBS. Like yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> Literally, I could remember running home, seeing the end of, what of it, Zoom. Yeah. And then in came Arthur. Yes. And then after so that was cyber cyberspace or cyberspace, cyberspace whatever. Yeah. And then after that, Maya and Miguel. Yeah. Like literally for years. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about the Four Winds because it covers something that I watched a documentary of in the fifth grade, and I fell in love with it. And I was like, Why have I never heard about this? It was on the History Channel. I was like, Why have I never heard about this historical event? Sounds crazy. It lasted for like ten years. And The Four Winds talks about the Great Depression in the 1930s, but also the Dust Bowl. And if you don't know what the Dust Bowl is, I'm about to open your eyes. Because I I distinctly remember it happened in fifth grade because we were in science class. And my science teacher was talking about how, like, oh, if, like, a meteor came down on Earth and it exploded in, like, a region. um, And, like, the all the dust and the ash or whatever could kill an entire species. Mm -hmm. And I was like... Excuse me. <laughs> the Dust Bowl existed for 10 years in the Great Plains states, and all the jackrabbits there still lived. <laughs> you really tried to be like, you just like owned your own teacher. What'd they do? She was like, she was like, she, she disagreed. She said that she still thought that it could kill off an entire species of meteor. Like, and I was like, I, was like, but it would, I literally remember being like, but like, if it landed in Seattle and covered all of Washington, it wouldn't kill all the dogs in the world. Oh my word. <laughs> so like, I feel like it could happen. It Maybe had to like be a, a very, regional species. Yeah, a very specific regional species. It just wasn't off. specific enough. Yeah, like I was like, I was like, I was like, the dust will literally covered the plains consistently for 10 years. Yeah. 
And, like, animals still lived. Yeah. So, I don't know. Because she was t- specifically talking about, like, all the dust and the ash and stuff like that. And I was yeah. like... Well, also depends, I think, on how big the meteor would be. Yeah. That's... But I'm like, I'm like, are you talking about covering the entire planet? But, like, we're, like... I'm excusing. Or, like, a county. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, I got very heated about it. That's hilarious. But it's because I just watched that, that <laughs> documentary about the Dust Bowl. And they literally specifically said... It lasted for 10 years. Yeah. And the jackrabbits all live. <laughs> like, <laughs> they didn't die verbatim, off. Like, like, said exactly what the documentary said. Like, and oh, excuse me, this is knowledge that I'm pulling out of my butt. Just kidding. I just... <laughs> I just watched a documentary on the History yeah. Channel because I'm a nerdy 11-year-old. Yep. And, um, anyway, so it is... <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know much. I literally... I saw that it said Great Depression and Dust Bowl, and, and then I added it to my... T- and Kristen Hannah, and read, added it to my to be read, but she is great at writing historical fiction novels. Um, and so it says great that character development. Yeah, uh, and it says that this is an epic novel of love and heroism and hope, set against the backdrop of one of America's most defining eras, the Great Depression, Texas, nineteen thirty four. Millions are out of work, and a drought has broken the Great Plains. Farmers are fighting to keep their land and their livelihoods as the crops are failing, the water drying up, and dust threatens to bury them all. One of the darkest periods in the Great Depression, the Dust Bowl era, has arrived with a vengeance. In the most uncertain and dangerous time, Elsa Martinelli, like so many of her neighbors, must make an agonizing choice. Fight for the land she loves or go west to California in search of a better life. The Four Winds is an indelible portrait of America and the American dream as seen through the eyes of one of the indomitable women whose courage and sacrifice will come to define a generation. See, I didn't even know all of that. I'll, I just was like, Chris and Hannah, Dust Bowl, okay. Yeah, something. like, that's Whatever. good enough for me. I don't care. Actually, I'm having a distinct memory at the moment of when you first wanted me to read Chris and Hannah was the great alone. Yes. Because I had an ARC that was sitting for forever that was, <laughs> it was old and I was like, um, and you were like, oh, please, you gotta read it. It's so good. And I was like, you know what? I guess I will read it, but I don't, and we were like exercising. I remember we're in, <laughs> in where, um, the brother's, uh, room is. Oh, okay. And, um, I, we were doing exercise and you were trying to tell me what book to read next. And you're like, well, you could read like, um, the kite runner, like any of that guy's like stuff is really mm-hmm. good. Or you could read like, um, Harold Fry, blah, blah, blah. Or you could read like, in uh, the Great Alone, and I was just kind of like, oh, whatever. And then I read the Great Alone. And I was like, this is so good. And then one of my other friends was like, I'm reading the Great Alone. It's so good. And it's it was so like the good. summer of like the Great Alone. It was uh-huh. so fun. Um, it's so good. So I I, yeah. I love it so much. And I read Great Alone before I read Nightingale. And Nightingale is really good, but mm-hmm. Great Alone is my favorite yeah, that I've read the, of hers. Her character development is just really good. That's so good. <sighs> Anyway, I can't wait for that one. But actually, we're going to back up to January for mine. Ooh. This is something I don't think you've actually heard of. Um, and it is coming out on January 26th of 2021. And it is called If I Disappear by Eliza Jane Brazier. Mm. I don't know if you've heard of it. I don't know. It sounds familiar. So it's, What's the cover look like? It looks like this. Oh, I've never seen that. All right. So it says, when her, this, I'm just going to read you like the first little bit. Do I want to see if it, Do you're it. intrigued. When her favorite true crime podcast host goes missing. Oh, yes. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've wondered if Ashley Flowers could go missing? Really? Like, because of how much they're like, okay, because like she says where she like lives in yeah, Indianapolis and like, yeah. and her and Britt are like, oh, this is crime junkie. Her and Britt are always talking about something. I'm just like, what if someone just like gets the idea to like kidnap them? That would be awful. But like, yeah. I've definitely thought about it. I know. Isn't that weird? This, let me, this is the Sorry. rest of the sentence. Sorry, Ashley. 
When her favorite true crime podcast host goes missing and a drift young woman plunges headfirst into the wild backcountry of Northern California and her own dangerous obsession. There's more, but I'm just going to stop there. Because I like read that and I was like, that sounds amazing. Um, this is actually a debut and Ooh. I'm really, really excited to... Um, Too bad it wasn't on Book of the Month. I know. I'm really excited to dive into it. I've already requested it, I think, from the library because I'm just so excited to read it. Um, and, you know, I have had some positives and negatives with podcasts in a book. Um, and I feel really hopeful about this one. So we shall see. But yes, If I Disappear by Eliza Jane Brazier. I think I'm saying that right. Um, it's going to be really, really good, I think. I just, I read that first sentence and I was like, I'm sold. Like, that sounds amazing. I need it. That sounds really yes, good. Yes, end of the month. Exciting. Ooh, I want to read it now. All right, I'm. I you might have this on your. Here's the thing. I think you might have this on your list, but if you don't, I think you're gonna be like, oh, "How did I forget?" Yeah, that's probably true. Um. So, and I I know generally what this is about, but well, I'm going to. There are quite a few on my that I did not put on my list because yes, I'm excited to read them, but some other ones I was like. Okay, but I genuinely think like you would be surprised. I I think you might have put this on list your list, but if you didn't, I think you'll be like, "Why didn't okay, I?" What is it? It's Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Oh, yeah, I didn't put it on there. <laughs> Taylor Jenkins Reid. Taylor Jenkins Reid. Yeah. So, um, it is about, and it's in Malibu, August 1983. And there is the Riva family's an annual end of the summer party in anticipation. And uh, in, um, in anticipation is at the fever pitch. Everyone wants to be around the famous Rivas. So, they're all really famous. So, there's Nina, the talented surfer and supermodel. Brothers Jay and Hud, one a champion surfer, the other a renowned photographer, and their adorable baby sister, Kit. And together, the siblings are a source of fascination in Malibu and the world over, especially as the offspring of the legendary singer Mick Riva. The only person not looking forward to the party is Nina herself, who never wanted to be the center of attention, who has just been very publicly abandoned by her pro-tennis player husband. Oh, and maybe Hud, because it is long past time for him to confess something to his brother, for whom he's been inseparable since birth. Jay, on the other hand, is counting the minutes until nightfall, when the girl he can't stop thinking about promised she'll be there, and Kit has a couple of secrets of her own, including a guest she invited without consulting anyone. By midnight, the party will be completely out of control. By morning, the Riva mansion will have gone up in flames. But before that first spark in the early hours before dawn, the alcohol will flow, the music will play, and the loves and secrets will shape this family's generation will all come bubbling to the surface. Oh, sounds so good. Well, that's the thing. I do like Taylor Jenkins Reid. I think... You have, like, a love-hate relationship with her, I feel like. I didn't like Daisy Jones. You didn't really like that other one you read, too. No, I did. No, the one with, like, uh... The one True Loves? Yeah. I did like that one. I thought you said it was kind of, like, meh. It was... I mean, it wasn't, like, amazing. So it wasn't a Seven Husbands. <laughs> Ooh. It wasn't a Seven Husbands, but it yeah. was good. Yeah, that's true. No, I don't have that one on my list, but I think you might have this Sure. Well, this see. is so interesting. I thought we would have this on more. I know. So mine is coming out in April. Oh, and I don't then. Wow. Okay. Woo. You're gonna be surprised to put this one. Anna K. Away by oh, Jenny Lee. Yeah. This is a sequel from Jenny Lee Anna K. Which we talked about last year. It is like a modern retelling of Anna Karenina. A very good incredible. retelling. And the funny thing is, I think we just talked about it a little bit ago, but. Like, there's no sequel to Anna Karenina. And so there's I feel not. like this is Jenny Lee's opportunity to take these beloved characters and take them on her own journey. And I'm really excited to see where she goes with them. Um, I think... Um, 
I think some of them, I don't want to say anything in this description because if you don't know anything about the story, it's going to give some stuff away. Mm -hmm. That's key point. But I'm pretty sure it's kind of like they all, like all the characters kind of take a breather. Obviously, Anna Kay says away. So I'm guessing she goes away somewhere, Mm -hmm. steps away from all the kind of craziness that has happened at the end of the first book. Um, and we get a glimpse at what the other characters are getting into. Um, I think it's it's very Gossip Girl. It, slash, it is. It is so good, though. It's like Gossip Girl drama with, like, the backbones of a classic story. With the backbones of Russian literature. But that's the thing. Like, you wouldn't think, oh, yeah, Russian literature totally is, like, Gossip Girl, New York City. It's whatever. not. They just combine them. But the way that, like, they fit so well because in Anna Kay... Literally, even though you're thinking Gossip Girl, the storyline is, like, almost exactly, like, lining up. There are the same points that happen almost throughout in just a different way. And so I'm I'm, I'm really excited to see how that Russian literature influence continues on into the sequel and where she wants to take the characters because they're all very established and they all have relationships or, or things that have happened. And so I think this book's going to be, like, kind of the like the repercussions of what have happened in the first book and mm-hmm. how things kind of all fall into like yeah you know how the how the basically like die fall no how the how the how the how the dice roll out i don't something know something like, like that yeah so yeah I'm i think about i think that. it i think it will sound i think it sounds very good and, and I think it, it will better be... be a book of the month because if it's not then my <laughs> copies will not match <laughs> oh yeah that would suck I, you should see if it might be an add-on I should. Well, yeah. it won't come out until April, so let's Yeah, but check it could March. be on March. Two months. Book the month is very ahead of things. All right, my next one, it comes out in June 2021, and it is The Maidens by Alex Michaelidis. I don't have that one. Girl! Wow, we different. different. Except probably our last Moonflower one. Moonflower Murders was well, the same. The but probably our last one's probably the same. Okay. Anyway, so The Maidens. I'm not going to read the description, but I'll give you like a general thing. If you didn't read Alex Michaelidis's first book, which is the Silent Patient. You love You it. need to read this. So, okay, so good. Silent Patient, I love, 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 love. And I told Sarah at the time, which I don't think it, it'll make sense to you now. Mm-hmm. The very, very ending. Like, the ending, like the last like page or two, I did not like. I don't remember that, what, what was happening. I'm going to whisper to you. Okay. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. And I was like... Uh-huh. What a weird ending. It is a weird ending. Like, I didn't like that. Everything else was like, amazing. And then literally the last two pages, I was like, what? I get it. It's kind of like... Yeah. It was like, blah. Where, behind her eyes, the last Shut two... Shut up! The, like, you had to admit, the difference I know. Is, like, the last two pages, you're like, on a high. And you're like, what? <laughs> That's what I wanted. <laughs> I, but I, like I, it, I think it was a nice kind of like... I don't know. I can understand. It, it, it's people. unsettling. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not unsettling. It's just unsatisfactory. Okay, whatever. It's completely different. Whatever. Anyway, this one sounds so good. Give, so, a, give a brief synopsis. It is about... So this girl believes that this professor at Cambridge is a murderer. Mm-hmm. Because he studies Greek mythology. And he studies Greek mythology. teaches But it. he's very well liked. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm like, how many other murderers? <laughs> that sounds like every murderer yeah. you've ever heard of. Anyway. Especially because he has a following called the, the maidens, maidens of these which young is like girls this young girls, um, which is very much of like a lot of serial killers, uh-huh. like all the like love letters they get. You're Literally like, yeah. terrifying. So anyway, but they he like the leader of this women's group called the maidens, which is already weird. 
Um, and one of the girls from the Maidens, who this main character her, is friends with her niece, um, ends up uh, dead. And she, the main character is like fully convinced it's this professor, but he has an alibi. And everybody's like, oh, there's no way it's him. But then another girl comes up missing or murdered. Mm-hmm. And so the main character like takes it into her responsibility to try and track down and prove that it's this professor, even if it even if it costs her own life. Dun, dun, dun. Bah, bah, bah. It sounds, sounds so very, good. And I said this to you before we recorded. It sounds, there's a lot of similarities to this feel. I don't know if it'll feel the same, but the book I read by J.P. Delaney called Believe Me this last mm-hmm. summer, it was like meh, but... It was meh. No, but like, it wasn't meh because it wasn't good. It was mm-hmm. just kind of like, okay. You know, it wasn't like the best thriller I've ever read, but it wasn't, like, a bad one. Okay. And so, some of that makes me think of that book. So, I'm intrigued to see when I'm I read The Maidens, what the comparison so far is. away. Well, I also have something in June, but I have something actually still in April. Ooh. So, the book in April is called The Road Trip by Beth O'Leary. Comes out Ooh. April 2021. I fell in love with Beth O'Leary last year. I read both of her books last year. She read, uh, wrote The Flat Share, and then I read her newest book, which was, um, oh shoot, I'm blanking, The Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, super like, cutesy. They, her books tend to have some romance, but also they kind of can dig into deeper stuff, but also like have some humor as well. Like The way she writes is so fun. Um, so anyway, this book, I'm going to read the synopsis for it because I honestly don't know much about it. All I saw on my recommendations from Goodreads was a new Beth O'Leary, and I was like, yes. So, it is. It, this is what it says. Addie and her sister are about to embark on an epic road trip to a friend's wedding in the north of Scotland. The playlist is all planned and the snacks are packed. Does not, doesn't that sound like the playlist or the, the road trip we have? Yeah. The playlist, okay. But not long after setting off, a car slams into the back of theirs. The driver is none other than Addie's ex, Dylan, who she's avoided since her traumatic breakup two years earlier. Mm. Dylan and his best mate are heading to the wedding, too, and they've totaled their car, so Addie has no choice but to offer them a ride. The car is soon jam-packed full of luggage and secrets, and with 300 miles ahead of them, Dylan and Addie can't avoid confronting the very messy history of their relationship. Will they make it to the wedding on time? And more importantly, is it really the end of the road for Addie and Dylan? Interesting. So it's like enclosed, you know, like Literally you have car. to, like you, you You're have gonna to. You're going to talk. Uh-huh. Something has to happen. So I'm excited because it literally, it seems like one setting, mm-hmm. you know, like tensions are high. It just sounds super fun and interesting. And I'm excited to dive into that coming out in April. Okay. Well, did you say your last one was June? My last one is June. Well, my last one's July. What? <laughs> so, and interestingly enough, my last one is also about a road trip. It is July 2021, Survive the Night by Riley Sager. Mine is Survive the Night. It comes out July. Mine says June. What? Where do you say June? Because it obviously says July. Let me see. Oh, yeah, it does. (laughs) Haha, I was correct. Maybe in the book description it said, because I was looking at the description part. Like nope. down farther? No, it says it still says. <gasps> right. Okay, That's anyway, it's the same. the same. Okay, cool. Now, different type of road trip. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so survive the night sounds so interesting. And we uh, look at the description. George H. W. Bush is in the I world. know. <laughs> we just talked about. That's him. crazy. So why don't you give a brief synopsis of so, this? Yes. Well, actually, why are we excited to read it first off? Well, we've read every Riley Sager book that's ever existed. I mm-hmm. um, still really want to read Final Girls because it's so good. It gives me bad feelings Re-read in my it. belly. I have it. I know. Um, but 
I'm Riley has only had, in my opinion, one off book. Every other, um, lock every door. That was the only one that I felt like was not good. Other than that, he's had all stellar books. Some better than others. Some better than others. Home Before Dark was really good. Last Time I Lied is amazing. That's my favorite. Final Girls That's is my favorite. absolute favorite. And then this is his fifth thriller. Ugh. This is the first one, isn't it? Or maybe not. I was going to say, this is the first one that doesn't have a girl's face. No, Lock Every Door didn't have a face on it. The first, the first two the first had two girls, girls' faces on it. Anyway. Unless there's a girl on that. Or that that's a person. There's that a person on Lock girl. Every Door. And is there a girl... No, Home Before Dark is not a girl. Nope. Anyway, all of his main characters are only girls. Yeah. Um, oh, it's... actually, it is still a girl. It's just got a, she's just got a boy's name. I thought it was oh, two boys. Okay. Anyway, still a girl. But her name is Charlie, and she needs to catch a ride with someone to Ohio from college for, like, a, for like winter break or Thanksgiving break or something. Um, and her friend has just been murdered <gasps> by the campus killer. My. Who has killed three people at this point in their college campus. Oh, my. But she hitches a ride with someone who's also going to Ohio to help their sick dad. Or so they say. Dun, dun, dun. Is she in the car with the She's killer? She's in the car possibly with the... She starts to question, like, her... The guy, his name is Josh. He's a lot of holes in his story. He's not letting her look in the trunk. And she just starts getting really anxious and suspicious that she is in the car What's with the campus killer. What's up with these killer. two car potential? I don't know. One is a potential romance. One's a potential murder. Yeah. Well, it's an enclosed area and who knows what could happen. Maybe Abby and Dylan will kill each other. I know. And what if they fall in love? Yeah. Who knows? It's going to be a big it's twist. It's going to become Bonnie and Clyde all over again. Ooh. Anyway, so road trips and enclosed spaces can really bring out the best and worst. Also, this people. kind of makes me feel One by One by Ruth Ware. I feel it. I feel because it. of the enclosed with it. the potential murderer. Oh, I love one by one. Interesting. Wow. So we've got quite a few books we're looking forward to this coming year. Um, I know that's probably like, those are the only the first half because honestly, a lot of books haven't been mentioned for the latter mm-hmm. half of the year. So maybe mid-year we can Ooh. do books we're looking forward to for the, the latter half. half. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Really good. And new year, new books. Yes. There's some really good stuff, but also... The oldies. Yeah. There's still some good oldies yeah. out there, and yeah. I'm excited to dive into those one of as these, well. One of these years, I need to just say no new books, only reading things That's on my want to read. That's what our friend Sarah is doing. Yeah. She's going to try to do it, which I tried doing last year, and I feel like I was pretty successful at it. I didn't keep up. I did really well, good the first Well, you did so many half. library books that were new, the, though. No. The first half of the year, we did not. Remember, we had that whole thing where we couldn't mm. figure out the library. And That's so true. So it we, was, I mean, I was read. reading only things on my shelf or from you mm-hmm. for all of my, like, month stuff yeah, for the most. Yeah. Part. And then when we got to the latter half of the year, we were able to re-get into the library and then all hell broke loose and we just started going crazy. If you guys don't remember, you can go back and listen to it. But we were like, we like putting like on 13 hold, books yeah, like on hold. 15 books on hold. We're like, what are we doing? Like these have to be done in like a month. Like, it was amazing. We definitely didn't read all of them. No, but some of them I, I rechecked out and reread them differently. Yeah. But. I read, I checked them out back at the library where I live and mm-hmm. read some of them. Anyway, so, so fun. I'm excited to see what this year brings, mm-hmm. even in books that we are unexpecting. But yes. these are the ones that we are expecting, and we're excited. So, Haley, what are you reading right now? Well, I have hinted at it enough. It is a historical fiction that Maddie has picked. It is only my second book of the year. 
Hey, I guess that's how my Goodreads challenge okay. it says you've only read one book of 2021 so far, and that feels so lame. Hey, we are literally I in, know. we just finished the first full I week. No, okay, but anyway, it is All the Light We Cannot See by I don't even know Anthony Doerr. Anthony Doerr. And I'm excited because I have like 300 pages to go, and it's like it's 530 a, it's a chunky, pages. It's a chunky book. And I really, really like it. The characters are so great. Um, the writing is really intriguing. And actually goes by really quick for how descriptive it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives me Goldfinch vibes a uh-huh. little bit. But which in, I really but appreciate. in a better way. I'm not saying it's better or worse. Oh, okay. I'm I, just I, saying. I know. Yeah. I'm saying it's a book about characters that are intriguing, that is descriptive. Oh, gotcha. That, is, that flows and okay, is well okay, okay. written. Like where I feel like, I don't feel like someone actually sat down and wrote this. I feel like it's just. Uh, it it, it happened. It happened. Mm-hmm. Like, does that yeah. make sense? Like, mm-hmm. have you ever come across books like that where you're yeah. like, someone didn't actually try to write this? Someone didn't actually. Like, became... Someone. It doesn't come from someone's brain. Yeah, exactly. Like, this just happened. But right? you know what I mean when I say mm-hmm. that. So that's how I'm feeling about that. I'm really liking it. I'm hoping to have it done tomorrow, but that is a stretch. Um, Cross your fingers. I know. And then I have Girl in the Mirror next, so that's mm. exciting. I'm so, very excited for you. What are you reading? So I'm reading. I just started it today. A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes by Suzanne Collins. So it's the prequel to the Hunger Games series that Haley really loved last year. Didn't get the best reviews overall, mostly because people were annoyed that it's about President Snow. But I think it is so smart. But it's about that. like what the tenth Hunger Games or something like that, like super early on in the years of Hunger Games, and he is like an intern or something in the Capitol mm-hmm. helping to construct the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. And I'm super excited to read it. I love the world of the Hunger Games. It's like, it's like that nostalgia. It's kind of like what I was saying when you come back to a world or a series mm-hmm. and it all just floods back to you. Like when I started reading that one, I was like, there's no way I could I ever forget like, Hunger Games. I was like, I had such a giddy little like smile and vibe and I was just really excited yeah. about it. I'm, I'm really pumped about it. I'm excited to dive into it. Um, and hopefully I can get a good chunk done. I was up until 2 a.m. last night Finishing Anxious People by Frederick Bachman. Um, we both finished a Bachman in the past couple days. And I gotta say, so, so good. Your favorite Bachman that you've read. Oh, for sure. But I mean, like, there's so many other ones that I want to read all of them now. Yeah. He's a really great writer. And I really liked Ove as well. Mm-hmm. The man, a Man Called Ove. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really enjoying this one so far. So the month of my favorites is successful. For successful the most part. so far. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes at the end of the month. <laughs> well, well, a little bit past. Yeah, probably a little bit past that. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys have any other anticipated reads for 2021, send them our way. We love to get new recommendations. Always looking for new books to read. Um, anything else you want to add? Um, I am currently off of social media. I had you guys, um, thanks everyone who voted, but I had people vote for if I should do like monthly picks mm, mm-hmm. and... Um, individual picks for my books and I ended up getting a lot more for individual interesting so even though I have already finished a book nothing is posted because for the month of January I am taking a leave of absence from social media um which actually was set in place like way before anything crazy yeah perfect timing (laughs) um but I just you know it's a great way to start the year and I think I did it a few years ago as well and it just is a really great way to mentally prepare yourself for the year and take a breather and just recenter yourself do you so, remember that there was a week like a couple summers ago that i didn't use my phone at all mm-hmm. that's so weird how did i do that it was fun yeah 
it was it's fun. It's a good way to, sometimes you just We, we, do we were doing list assessments at the time still, because we had to record on your phone, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And I had to, like, use your phone to go running and stuff. Yeah. But I, rem- I'm, I just remember, I was like, there was a week where I, like, literally just had my phone in my room and I didn't touch it. Yeah. So it's, strange. Sometimes it's good to do stuff like that. But anyway, so, you guys, I will definitely be picking up with doing the individuals, but for the month of January... I will probably be taking individual pictures and just posting them all like back to back to back. Okay. Um, and then um, when February comes, when you'll February do that comes, more. I'll do them more in actual time, which is what I do on my account at Maddie Reads a lot. Yeah. So check that out as well, you guys. You can DM us on our Instagram and um, keep your eyes peeled for potential book club stuff from us. Mm-hmm. We've been in the works with that for a little while, but nothing. We haven't fully like gotten the gotten the the vibe or the the um the flow going the flow going so keep your eyes peeled for that and we'll definitely be talking about that in the future all right everybody thanks for taking a break from reading now go flip those pages (laughs) go flip some pages